What is going on, everyone? Welcome to day four. It's day four, right? Day four, yeah. Third, third, fourth, fourth day. Fourth yeah, night, welcome. actually. Night, yeah. 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 Welcome to day four of this journey. Uh, thank you for joining us on it. Um, we're really just kind of going off the cuff here. Every day is a new day. Uh, it's really about just creating, creating, creating. Um, and, and we're enjoying it so far. Uh, today, Ruffy is in the car, so it's going to be a little bit uh, noisy on his end. But yeah. uh, it's going to be a bumpy audio. Yeah, just just a fair warning before we kind of get into the episode that you'll you'll hear a little bit of messed up audio. That's because Ruffy is driving, so uh, nothing to worry about. He's okay, uh, but yep. that's what's up. So today we want to talk about getting engagement on social media. Social media, right, Ruffy? Yeah, social media in particular. Actually, there are other ways of engaging the audience, but we're going to talk about social media in particular and how it relates to your content. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, um, let me give you some context real quick. So for the audience that's listening, uh, Ruffy actually is running like, what, three, four accounts right now on Instagram. Uh, he has like a pretty big following on his personal account. Uh, and he's trying to build up these other accounts as well, simultaneously. Uh, so, Ruffy's learned a lot in the process, and he's uh, he's gonna walk us through some best practices uh, and what we can take for our own accounts. So go ahead, Ruffy, just uh, hit him with it. Yeah, just uh, so one thing I'll say that like it's very different when 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 you have a personal account, right? And uh, when you're posting stuff that involves you in it or like a story with you in it that gets more engagement without you even having to do anything, you know, without you even having to do like a story or like, or like a poll or like any other thing, you just do a post and the people who follow you, I mean, in, in all honesty, the way Instagram works is that you can have many, many, many followers, but you really will get only those limited set of likes or comments, whatever it is that you've been getting, whether you were, whether that, that you were getting before you had like, so many number of followers you know you check that with any celebrity account any uh any major account like people have million millions of followers but they only get like likes in like the hundreds of thousands you know they don't even get to like half a million unless i guess maybe for ronaldo or something but again so one thing i did realize that whatever now come move, move, moving on to the my podcast instagram right uh, still very small, still growing. One thing I realized, like when I would make initial posts, that wouldn't get get as much of an engagement. You know, when I did a video, some videos would get like good views, some videos would get very little views. But then recently, what I started doing is like every time I would release an episode, and the week between uh, the one the episode I release and the next episode that is to be released. I post like snippets of like what these, what the previous episode covers, you know, I put like posts, put like videos and short clips from our episode and stuff like that. And then I started doing polls regarding the episode. For example, a couple of weeks ago, I released an episode about like weights and cardio. And I did a poll about like, hey, do you do weights or do you do cardio or do you do both? It was like a like question actually, not a poll. And that got a lot of engagement. So one thing I didn't realize like people, it's different for your audience, you know, 
it's again your personal account is they're expecting okay it's your personal account so they're always going to want you to be on there in some aspect right but your fitness account they know that you're doing the fitness thing and, and they don't they don't pay heed to it as much but when you're interacting with them when you're trying to give them opportunity to be a part of you know to like uh have their voice for this they're saying it even though it doesn't matter to you really for you it's like you know you just want to know their opinion but for them it's like okay you know what this guy cares about he's putting out content he's putting out his audio or his podcast whatever it is and now he wants to know that if it's something that we can relate to so i think one of the biggest things of audience audience engagement is that no matter what you're creating no matter what your goal is for the audience you have to give them some kind of a avenue or some kind of a a uh, resource i guess through which they can relate to what you're actually sharing you know and i think jima for uh, i don't know if you have done this for bdd but for branding deep that maybe you guys could look into it you know like see i mean i think you guys did you guys did in the past i remember now yeah you guys did with the you know why why do why do people think car why do people think cars are coming back you know what do you think of the logo and stuff like that so i think that gave you a good insight of like how much these things mean to people because literally if you're again this goes back to the whole aspect of what we were talking about in our last episode is about feedback you know this i think in my opinion is like an indirect feedback where you know that people are interested in what you're saying by responding to how they can relate to what you're putting out these are just like few of my key two three key points that come to mind when it comes to audience engagement and understanding how your content is valuable to them. Mhm. Couple couple things I wanted to just add on to what you said is that we have to understand that if you, like I think some people go about it with the intention that hey I'm doing something come check this out. Right. Whereas people really there's so much out there they don't care. they want to yeah. know like they want to be engaged at their level so either like something has to be really really good content or like you said is like you start engaging them and then you get them to get to the content right so you start asking them questions responding uh and creating a dialogue with them right and that's where i think social media is really powerful is that you can have these discussions with people that you never met before that, but they have the same interest as you right and so in your social media strategy i think it's really important to have an aspect of asking and responding and just continuing dialogue with the people that are consuming your content right so i just wanted to add that in you, you did say that i just wanted to repeat it no actually and i think one thing that I, that i picked on personally is that like for example the people that i follow right there there's a certain people in the fitness space that i follow i look up to and i like learn from them these are like legit people that i get my knowledge from and these are they have like massive 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 following on social media but they on a regular basis they are always putting us stuff like ask me a question ask me a question this or that ask me a question what do you think ask me a question like they have programs they have training plans they have programs they have books they have this and that, that people can buy but they're still constantly like finding ways to give out value without people having to put in much effort. So I think that's something that I I I learned that you know it's even though you have a business even though you have some kind of you know 
value that, you know, people have to pay to get that advanced knowledge, whatever it is, they should always, always be some aspect of your content or your business or whatever it is, which enables the people to get free value. You know, not necessarily because they want it, but just because for learning sake of it. I want to touch on one thing here, and that is that when we make content or when we have a product uh, that is like just a general thing, right? For example, if I create a clip and post it on YouTube or post it on Instagram, that's just a general product that I put out there in the world, right? Now, when we have a poll and then we interact with our audience, we're personalizing that experience. So each individual user is getting their own experience. And so that's why you see nowadays the push to like less and less, you know, these big generic things. Uh, like, I'm not saying they're not as big, but we do see a rise on the other side of things that are just personalized, right? Get your, get your name on this t-shirt or get your like picture uh, in a painting and, and buy that, you know what I mean? And, and people are willing to pay a premium for things that are personalized to them, right? For example, like if you have a jewelry brand getting your name, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It's the same thing with social media as you doing a poll and interacting with that customer is the same thing as you being a jewelry brand and creating a custom piece. It's a personalized right. experience for that user. And I think as we kind of continue to grow our brands, what's really important is that I'm going to let you finish turning and then I'll continue. That's fine. All right. You got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it was like really loud. Um, what was I saying? Uh, you're talking about uh, growing our brands. Oh, yeah. So as we as we look into growing our brands, we have to realize that we can't it, it's is going to be close to impossible to compete with the people that are already doing those big generic things, how we can compete and how we can kind of gain a foothold in our space is to create custom experiences for each of our individual users. That's another thing like with Falcon notes, one of the ideas we had was like a personalized journal where you can write like your name on the side. So like a book, uh, and I hope like whoever's listening doesn't steal this idea, but uh, like when you're looking at a bookshelf, you can see the, the author and the title of the book, right? And I was right. like, man, I have a whole section in my bookshelf of just journals. And I don't know what's in the journals because a lot of them are just the same style until I actually pull it out, open it up and I read a couple of pages. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what that was for. And so what if I can have, it says Chima on the side, January 21. So now I know immediately that, okay, this is my thoughts from January of 2021. And two years from now, I can look back, pull it, and I'll know that this is what that's for. So um, that's like, again, just trying to emphasize this. When we're talking about audience interaction, we, we started off with social media uh, and engaging your audience. Uh, the, the key takeaway that I'm getting right now is that we have to work on the audience experience and making mm -hmm. that personalized to each individual person and once you can do that at scale that's when you'll start to blow up right like i mean me personally you personally i don't think you guys we have the time to actually do that kind of thing but you see like gary v you see like crystal like these people that are actually 
you know, have these big followings and continue to grow, you see them commenting on, you know, replying to comments and stuff like that and engaging people. And that's kind of, you have to remember that as you kind of continue to grow, if you want to keep that engagement. And one thing I would say just to end and not short, but some are most home is I would say five, 10 years ago, when people would do something that just felt cool or looked cool, nobody cared. But we're living in a time where like, if something is cool, it sells. Now, for example, this whole personalization stuff, right? It's actually really cool. Like who wouldn't want a personalized backpack? Who wouldn't want a personalized pen case? Who wouldn't want a personalized cell phone case? You know, that's crazy. And like all these people have like every celebrity, you know, like it's so like out there, like every celebrity, whatever brands you're sponsored by, whatever brands I want to work with and whatever it is, they all have their own personalized something. You know, so I think it's one thing to realize that like understand what is what is like really cool in your in your area, in your industry, and just you know try to incorporate that in your content. Absolutely, I think that's a, that's a good place to end. Uh, thank you, Rafi, for hopping on. I know this is a short episode. Uh, you had a busy day, so I appreciate, appreciate it. Man. Thank you so much. We'll see you yeah. guys next time.